And what's going on, everybody? We are back, Bear Down Sports Association podcast, back again for another season of Bear Down Football, Fall 2022, 12-team league. Very excited to get this season started. I am uh, joined alongside me, Tommy Severo, league analyst. Um, Going to be a, another great season. I'm very excited. Um, got 12 teams, 12 good captains with 12 good quarterbacks I think are going to make for one of our most competitive seasons yet, Tommy right now is sitting there uh, observing the draft board, taking in the teams as I'm doing the intro. Um, this is episode 166 today. We're going to go through, do a quick championship recap, then we're going to do a draft recap, and then we are going to do a week one preview. We're going to do a three and one, get it all done, hopefully within an hour's time. Um, Anything to say? New season? Last season ends? I'm, I'm analyzing the board. Yeah, he's analyzing to, the board right gotta now. Gotta soak this in. All right, so I'll talk about the championship game a little bit. So uh, last time you guys heard us was right before the championship. We did a full uh, playoff recap and then a championship preview. Um, Bills versus Raiders was an absolutely great game uh, under the lights at the Sayreville Soccer Complex. Um if you were there, you know that it, rained, it poured about 15, 20 minutes before. Teams ran to their cars, got back on the field. Um, for, it was a struggle, man. First half, uh, a lot of really big plays by both teams. We came down, Raiders got the first score of the game. Um, but then they came right back down the field and got another score. Matt Marola was amazing early. I think he had three sacks in the first like eight minutes of the game. Safety on, this, on his last one, I thought. Um, then they scored again, and then 15-7 going into half. Last play of the half, um, we we run the ball, and IB pulls my flag at the half-yard line, and that was a huge play in the game because that it, it gave them momentum going into the second half, kept them with an eight-point lead, and we we were playing from behind in the first half, uh, in the second half for the first time probably all season, really. Um, yeah, and then but then the second half was a completely different story. Um, they got, I never did the stats on the game, but they only recorded one first down in the second half. Their They did not gain a lot of yards. This is the Bills I'm talking about. We changed our defense at halftime. We made some adjustments, and it seemed to confuse IB a little bit. I'm not, I'm not like entirely sure, but they weren't able to really move the ball as well. But their defense was still just as good as ever. DeLon really got going in the second half, had a few stat, had a four sacks probably. J.K. Will had a sack in each half. Um... It, it was a it was a crazy game. It was really a crazy game. And then uh, it was 15-7 for most of the second half. We came down, scored, got the two-point conversion, rushing touchdown by me, Vingergano with the two-point conversion. Um, and then we got the ball back with a little under two minutes, and we, we scored, but we got called for an illegal motion. The next play, DeLon causes a fumble, and then we go to overtime. Um, we thought the lights were going to turn off, but luckily they stayed on. Um we scored in the first overtime, then they scored, and they neither of us got the conversion, and then they scored, and then they were able to stop us. And uh, it was a great game. It was an instant classic. It was one of the best games I ever played in. Um, you knew it was going to be that kind of game going in. I think you took the Bills. I took myself, obviously. So you get the win to close out the season. Going with the hot hand, I'm you, sorry. You, no, no, listen. The Bills were, were a, a, a dangerous four seed. They really weren't a four seed. They were just a team that kind of struggled in the regular season to kind of figure themselves out fully. But they were fine. I knew going you, into the playoffs they were going to be the best teams in the league. You got a hand to them. They took out the two best teams in the league. They did. They took out two of the best teams in the league. In the, and the Patriots were basically dead by the time the, the playoffs came around. They blew them out. They were terrible. They didn't show up. They were injured. It was not a good. No, I'm not talking about team. then. I'm talking about they beat, uh, they beat Justin's the team. 
and they beat you. Oh, 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 oh! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I mean, I took that as you were saying they beat the two best teams to get to. No, the no, they beat the no, two best they teams did, in the but the two they did end up being the two best teams in the league going into the to in the semifinals and the finals. So definitely no uh, no Mickey Mouse rings here. Um, Bills get it done. IB gets his third ring. Uh, it was an absolutely great game. Is that game. unprecedented ground right there? Yeah, I mean, is anyone up th- to? No, at quarterback, no. no a lot so. of people have. A lot of people have three, four, five, but not as not as captains and quarterbacks. And so no did. offense to all those players that I know have a lot, but it, the quarterback is the guy who really, really gets the team going and makes makes you win the championship more than likely. But it takes a full team effort as well. Um, it was a great season. It was a great game to end the season. Good crowd, probably like close to a hundred people there with another like sixty or seventy on the live. Um, want to shout out everybody, the refs, Spo for doing the live, Chris for filming all season. Um, anyone that helped out during the season, appreciate the help as always. And uh, just like that, though, we are back. Championship game was on September 4th. We keep rolling. And it is October 2nd, opening day. So we Love take the Fall League, my favorite. Fall League is usually good because... Uh, it's football. It's football. It's football season. Uh, the weather is really good for football. You're not getting any more hot days. The, the doubleheaders don't hurt as much because you're not playing 100 weather. Um, we're going to be on the turf the entire season at Sayreville High School, so that's always good. Um, but, yeah, great season. Shout-out to the Bills. Shout-out to Anthony Mbimbo, uh, proving he's the most dominant player when the ball is in his hands. So, uh, shout-out to him and shout-out to that team as there was a, definitely a full-team effort to win that ring. They take they take down the Raiders 27-21. Shout-out, my guys. Um, it was a great season. Told them I would run that season back anytime with that team. That was a really good team to play with, and uh, they will be sorely missed. But all right, here we go. Five-minute monologue about the championship. And now we are ready to begin the new season. Fall 2022 draft took place, I want to say, a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago. And uh, turned out, I'm not gonna, I'm, I don't know, I, I did a mock. I put out a mock to the pl- some players and to the, the captains. And I feel like a lot of players went where I kind of expected. But there were also some surprises. Some guys went earlier than expected. Some guys went later than expected. Um, a lot of new players in the league. Uh, 12 teams, like I said, colleges. Um, we'll get a lot of stuff on the Instagram going this week to get a lot of hype. I know it's already Tuesday nights as we're getting this pot out now. But, uh, Tommy, honestly. I got a lot of questions. Yeah, I got a lot. I got a lot to talk about because there's a lot. 12 teams. We have 12 new teams. Let's just start from the first pick. Um, all right, team preview number one, Baylor Bears. The Baylor Bears are led by league co-commissioner and uh, longtime vet and reigning offensive player of the year, Augie Garbolato. He picked Justin Ferrara, Nick Sedano, Frankie Ace Acevedo, Rob Lacanti, uh, Chris Hunter, Rob Reddington, Rob Torino, Claude Bugogi, and uh, Alexis Vasquez. Let's let's just go like this. Offensive line is going to be Chris Hunter, Rob Torino, and I assume Claude or Nick Sedano. And then your receivers are Justin. Or Ace can play some line too. And Rob also has played some line for Augie in the past. So he's got a lot of guys he could throw on the line. Not more of a lot of utility guys necessarily. Maybe not full-time linemen. But a lot of good athletes. Justin, Sedano, Laconte, Rob Reddington. Um, a lot of guys that can make uh, plays listen, with the I ball. I love that Sedano's returning. I'm always a big fan of Sedano. We'll see how many um, games shows up too. Yeah, that too. Let's see if he can stay healthy. Uh, love, love Chris Hunter and Rob Torino anchoring your line. Good value too, fifth and seventh yeah, round. Yeah, great value. Uh, uh, Rob Reddington, that, you know that that's a player right there. Always on, always on good teams. Yeah, and, and he's a great player. Uh, a little shocked that he went that late. 
Uh, love Ace uh, playing the middle. That'll help uh, Justin out. Um, Justin can move to safety in this. Yeah, in this yeah. Frankie Ace is a rock in the middle. So this defense has the two best flag players in the league. Here's my question. Here's my question. Okay. Uh, we've seen the Augie Justin Ferrari experiment before. It doesn't turn out well. It went well one time. They went seven. I think it went eight and two. Lost the semifinals to Wyoming, and then when they ran it back with Ohio Oklahoma State, four and five missed the playoffs. So yeah. this is Justin and Augie's third past time year. This past year. Oh, this past, I forgot. Justin played Justin quarterback. Justin played quarterback. And let me tell you something. I thought he was great. Justin was great. 100%. Uh, yeah, the first Augie time playing, playing quarterback, the league. Though. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Augie, um, gotta, he's got to be at the top of his game. Uh, love him as a receiver. Uh, listen, we know he can He could take his team all the way. He, he's that type of quarterback. He's done it before. He's been in the championship as a yeah. quarterback. Uh, but the last couple seasons in playing... It kind of it starts off strong, kind of tells off. I, I need I need Augie to be yeah. that guy for a full season. I think what's good about this team for Augie at least is that he has the premium number one receiver to throw to when you just need to get bailed he's out. He's had it before. Uh, okay, but it's been successful. He's never won a championship. They still made the playoffs and been uh, successful. That Oklahoma State team was a okay. huge disappointment. And okay, so two for three, they went to the semifinals. Okay. Anyway, um, he has Justin. Um, he has. Nick to block for him. And this defense is going to be very good because they have Ace to be flagpole. A lot, Nick a lot to of be. veterans. I like yeah, it. a lot of veterans. I like the defense that Baylor is going to throw out there. And then offensively, right. as long as Augie runs the ball and Justin is catching the ball and making plays, this team is going to be very good. Um, Rob LeConte and Rob Reddington. That's, that's Rob, be... They have three Robs here. Rob LeConte, <laughs> Rob Reddington, and Rob, Rob Torino. Torino. Um, I think Baylor is good. I'm not sure how good they'll end up we being. Got, uh, two rubs and one broccoli rub. I would just say, I guess right now, the question is like, what is the offensive line and how good will they be? Listen, if you got Hunter and Tamino, you're fine. If we get that one guy, uh, Claude, Need, if he turns yeah, out to be that that guy, then that, that line is fine. Yeah, I mean, I, listen. And if you want to plug in a Nick Sedano or you want to plug in uh, an Acevedo, then you know what? You're still fine. Uh, I have no problem with the line. Uh, as now, I don't think there's going to be, I don't foresee a problem. Yeah, well, we didn't see a problem with Oklahoma State either. And then, who so. is, all right, <laughs> outside of Justin, who is their next skilled player? Would it be Rob LeConte? Rob, Rob Nick Sedano, yeah, no, Rob Reddington. It's not a bad retreat. It's not a bad trio, but you have to imagine Augie's going to be throwing to Justin a lot, handing off to Sedano. As well as he should be. And also, Augie should probably just be running the ball a lot. Uh, which be a he will your be. Feet. Um, I think Baylor makes the playoffs. If they don't, definitely a disappointment. And probably would be the end of Augie's quarterbacking play. Uh, listen, when when Augie first started playing, he was the the mad bomber, one of the best deep ball throwers in the league. That. Yeah, he's got to get back to that because lately, what I've seen is a little bit Lamar Jackson, where he's looking to run first, you know, before he hits his. Uh, I like that. His I like progressions. That, I like that analysis by you. I think Augie definitely needs to uh, get back to throwing that long ball to Justin, um, and using his feet and just being a good athlete, being the guy who won Offensive Player of the Year. So. Um, seems like we both like Baylor squad. I think we're probably we're gonna. It's probably gonna be a theme of this that we're gonna like most of these teams, except except the ones maybe we don't know all the players on. Um, but should be a good team. If they like I said, if they miss the playoffs, disappointment for the Augie Justin combo. All right, next team, Minnesota Golden Gophers. You've seen it before, folks, and you'll see it again. What Brandon color Kurtzman. jersey are we going with? We're, maroon. maroon, maroon. Okay. Uh, we've seen it before. We'll see it again. May, Mike Danino, Rich Ritter, Ryan Morick, Caleb Hunt, George Hunkley, Roman, Jordan Jackson, Justin Suarez, Massimo Importuna. Oh wait, you went back to uh, the uh... back to the back to the Rampo well. <laughs> we're playing again. We're, we're I wearing that our team was broke up again. We're we're, uh, we're bringing back the Rampo colors with Minnesota. 
with the with the maroon. Uh, listen, Love you know the... you know what you're gonna get out of me and Mike. Mike is good for probably 50, 55 catches this year. Mike's a game breaker. Mike's Anytime a game get the breaker. ball in his hands, you know. More trusted top center. five players in the league. Um, I'm excited to get Rich Ritter, <laughs> Rich Ritter on yeah. my team for the first time. He last time we saw him play was with TCU. Didn't have his best season. Uh, didn't get the ball thrown to him a lot, and then he took, and then he got hurt at the yeah. end, and we, then he listen, took off the we, summer. We, we know, we know he's a great defender. I'd like to see you get him the ball. Oh, he's gonna no, because he, he can do it on the involved. offensive side of the ball as well as the defense. He is side. going to be very involved in the offense. Um, I'm very to excited that. to see Rich play for me because I, I always say like I, I, I always say next year in the game say like oh I'd love to have him on my team. See what I could do with this guy. So Rich is a guy that I've been trying to play with, and uh, in the second don't, round, don't I like sleep to, on George either. George is a big target. Yeah, he played well for Danino as one. His receivers. I've been playing with George forever. That's uh, true. He's a good player. Caleb Hunt. I like George more in defense. George is a really good defender. I think he. And that's where he makes Justin Suarez going to the bottom in the of the draft? Eighth round, I, give my, I get my starting middle linebacker in the eighth round. One of the best flag pullers in this league that this league's ever seen. Um, uh, seems to wind up in a championship yeah. game where he's around it every year. Every year. He's that kind of player that'll contribute to your team. I hope you get to the finish line. That kind of player, and he goes in the eighth round. He is somebody that we can throw in the middle, and he can just eat up yeah. flag grabs. He's going to have 30, 40 flag, flag pulls this season. I'm very excited for uh, Justin. I, uh, Justin. Justin's played in the league just as long as I have, and we have never played on the same team. So a first for two Bear Down vets. Uh, we round out the team with Roman, Jordan Jackson, and Massimo, and Caleb Hunt. Uh, four guys, well, three guys that we've never seen play in Bear Down. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Jordan played last year. Roman and Caleb, two guys that are going to have to contribute early. Um, for our team to be successful, probably both on the, in the trenches, offensive line, defensive line. All right, I see. I see Morgan. I you oh. see Morgan. You have to. Roman is an offensive lineman. Uh, Caleb, Jordan, Jackson are both going to play some O line. It's okay. going to be. A, it's going to be. It's going to be. Um, there are a lot of. We're they're bigger kids. They're big. They're bigger. They're all bigger. I'm not expecting them to be blocking for a lot of time because if you know my offense, you know I I don't hang on to the ball a lot. I get rid of the ball fast a lot of the time. So. Um, two, two and a junior, you got at the bottom. Two right? and a junior at the bottom. We're going to hope to get him. Uh, get him going in the league after a rough first season. So. Uh, what, what position does he play? Um, we're going to figure that out. Probably yeah. put him at D. Probably put him at a. Uh, some some shallow you, corner. You could talk the talk. We gotta see if you can walk the walk. Yeah, now nah, listen, I'm gonna give him an opportunity to play. I listen, right. I like my team. I think we have a lot of versatility on both sides of the ball, especially defensively. Um I just think it's gonna come down to obviously how well I play and uh if we're just able to get it done. Every time me and Michael play together, good things have happened and I don't really expect much different. Yeah. I right off the bat you got really two great corners in Ritter and Danino. Uh, you'll probably play, play safety or, or or maybe play Ritter. I think Ritter's going to play safety yeah, first. I'll probably end up playing corner. George will play some corner. Mork, I know Mork. Mike will play some corner. Justin will play some middle linebacker. George will play some middle linebacker. Um, I got a lot of guys I can throw in the D-line too. I'm hoping to see maybe some Mike Danino on the D-line this year maybe if he's oh, really? feeling it. Yeah, he's a strong kid. Could be a good season if we do that. Um, I just think we have a lot of versatility. I think that we could play a lot of guys in a lot of different spots and uh, it should be a good season for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. All right, next. Next, Pittsburgh. Pitt. No, not Pittsburgh. It's Pitt. 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 University of Pitt. Um, right? Led by Nick Surhoff. What color do you know they're going with? They're going with, uh, they're a... Uh, light blue? They're, no, they're blue with, they're not light blue. They're just like, I think they're regular, like they're like okay. blue with yellow or yellow. gold. I like it, like um, it. Liam, Zach Sobes, Matt DePhillips, Nick Hardigan, Dins, Dario Young, Tyler Bryant, Rega Savage, Abdul Carvan. Like this team. Uh, like to see that that Surhoff is back at QB. Okay. Uh, Love Liam went, and Soaps. Went, went with Liam on the first pick. 
You got your stud receiver. I like that. Uh, Sobes, uh, did he win comeback player of the year? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Because he was that kind of player last season. I'm glad he's back. Uh, another weapon on offense. Another great defender. And another guy to back up a quarterback. Uh, Matt. Matt. I'm glad Matt. Matt's risen in the uh, in the draft. He's, yeah. he's a valuable lineman on both sides. Uh, plus, you know, you can catch the ball from uh, from the. Uh, from the trenches, also Nick. Nick, we talked about him last year. We loved him. Man. Again. I want. I want. I was. Yeah, I was going to take him. Yeah. You could have took him this pick. No, it came I, back. I could have taken him that pick. Yeah. No, I, no, I, no, 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 no. I couldn't. No, no, no. One, two, three, four. Came back, right, right, Listen, Nick pick. Hardigan was going to be on my team, but I knew Seroff was going to take. All him. right. So back to back, good lineman and, and and Matt and Nick. And Dins, Dins, you know what? He's a favorite of Sarov. He's it's a favorite of mine. It's every year. Again, both sides of the ball. He's a rock. Love him. Uh, Dario Young, is he new? Dario Young is going. Could be a game breaker. He's a he's a small scat back type player that I think. Did he play last year? No, no, has All not right. played. Um, I think he could be a, a rookie of the year candidate. Ooh. I think he, could, especially in a Suroff offense, he could also be a very good defensive player too. So I'm excited to see him play. Tyler Bryan played for Houston uh, last time he played in the spring. Rega Savage, new player to the league, lineman-esque player. Abdul Carvan, second season, also a lineman. Right. Um, so his line is Hardigan to Phillips, and then he could throw guys like Sobes, Tyler Bryant, Rega Savage, Abdul Carvan. So he's got lineman depth, and he's got two really, three really good receivers. Liam Sobes Dins, three really good receivers. I really like. And also three really good defenders. Yep. Um, I like this team a lot. I think they go as far as Suroff goes. Liam is going to have a great season because Suroff definitely does do a good job of getting his best guys the ball. Um, and at least, listen, Liam is one of those guys that he contributes so well in an elite way on both sides of the football. He's going to be a guy that you always see in the semifinals and the finals if his team is competent. And this team is definitely competent with a competent quarterback and a competent captain who wants to win more than anything in the world. Sarov, I was just with him before. He, uh, It's going to be two months since he last played in the Bear Down game. He is jacked up. Yeah. Uh, I like this team. I think Pitt is a lock. I'm going to lock in Pitt for the playoffs. Really? Yeah, I'm going to lock in Pitt for the playoffs. I think this team, even if Suroff isn't that good this season, I think this team is good enough defensively and skill-wise to not allow them to miss the playoffs. I, I, I kinda, like this team. I, I kind of like them, too. I, I Going up and down, I... I you know, I, I see good defensive players. I see good offensive players. I see good linemen. Uh, and, you know, a good quarterback play. I was I'm always, locking always him in. Fan. I'm locking him into the playoffs. Uh, you know what? I'd, I'd like to say that. we got to see how the chemistry is, though. Okay. Yeah, uh, you're Liam's right. Liam's never played with... Uh, no, well, right, we gotta not, see. not in Bear Down. Not in Bear Down. Maybe in, like, tournaments and stuff. But not, not in Bear Down. All right. All right. Let's go to the next team. West Virginia. West Virginia. Tommy Galante. Obviously rocking Navy Blue for the seventh time, maybe, in his career. Uh... He is with Austin again for like the fourth season. Loves picking loves Austin. I love the pick. Uh, I think he's one of the best offensive linemen in the league. De- I need Austin to step up defensively, linemen. I need him to get more sacks. And I think Tommy uses him better than probably any other quarterback. I agree. All right, welcome back. Dane Lupton has not played since spring 21 when he broke his leg. Oh, all right. Um, he is now back and goes in round two. I think I scared Tommy a little bit because I, 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 I picked him to myself in the mock in round three. <laughs> so I think he got a little nervous and took him in round two. But Dane's a really good player, great defensive player, good offensive lineman as well. Just a really strong kid. Um, third round, they go with Malik Presley, another guy that they played with at Fairleigh Dickinson, a good uh, receiver, DB for them. Uh, Nate Lanier, um, I know nothing about him, but what Tommy Galante said to me at the draft was he scored three touchdowns against us when I was playing at Fairleigh Dickinson, so he took him. Uh, 
Domicelli, Johnny Samarco to round out the offensive line. Johnny going in round six. Johnny going in round six. Johnny could have some attendance issues later in the season, so okay. maybe that potentially that goes to his drop. But uh, isn't he one of the, the, the leading pass catching linemen in, yeah, well, in Bear yeah, Down history? Yeah, usually means he doesn't stay very long to block. So uh, he comes off his block. He's got great hands. Yeah, no, listen, Johnny's a good player with the ball in his hands, and he catches the ball well. Uh, Matt he, Ballow going around eight. Come on, there's a wake up league. Matt Ballow is better than an eighth round pick. Matt Ballow is better than an eighth round pick. Uh, they also take Joey Venti and Jared Moore to round out their team. Uh, so the offensive line is looking like Don Maselli, Dane Lupton, Austin Ehrenfeld with Johnny Samarco as another lineman. Matt Ballow also is another lineman. You cannot spell ball out without Ballow. Remember can't that. spell ball out without Ballow. Um, and then receivers, you got Malik Presley, Nate Lanier. Joey Venti, Matt Ballow, Jared Moore. Joey I don't know Venti. anything is about that, Jared Moore. Is Joey that a Venti. large or is that a Venti? <laughs> ah, oh, Jesus. That's a little small book. Yeah, yeah, all right. All right. Um, listen, I like this team. I think they have a very good offensive line with three guys who really just want to block. You have Tommy, who is an elite player in this league. Well, let me ask. Did, did, did Paulie sign up for this league? This Paulie year? called Denial did not sign up for the league. He Holy is, shit. I believe he is doing on um, Police Academy. And oh, God bless. All right, all right. Yeah, so I believe. Another cop in the league. I'm, yeah. st- I'm still waiting on my fucking... Uh, oh, Jesus. My courtesy yeah, badge. Yeah, I think or, I should get one before you PBA got one. PBA card. Uh... <laughs> All right, yeah, well, cause yeah, he would over. he would be he well, probably would have been his first pick because well, you got pulled over when you were by Sayreville. <laughs> yeah, he did. Actually, my badge did get me out of trouble. That's crazy. I do have a badge. All right, not from anyone in the league though. <laughs> All right, I like this West Virginia team. I think they have a good line. They have unknown skill players to us, but I think as long as they're good, Tommy's going to be like Tommy's type of quarterback where you just run your route and look for the ball. It's gonna hit you. It's gonna hit you in the hands. He's been playing quarterback his whole life. He is a dominant player in this league. You saw what he did last season. Stepped in for the Packer, uh, the Eagles, midway through the season. Took them took to a semifinal. Play, yeah. um, won a playoff game. Pulled off an upset against the Saints in the first round. Um, listen. Tommy Godlante. Tommy, Tommy Guns. Tommy Godlante. Whatever nickname you want to use for him. This team is going to be good. They're going to be competitive every week. And... Um, yeah, they, no. This is a really good team. I like Tommy's team. I think as long as Malik and Nate are good... They are going to be good because Tommy slings the rock around the field. Anything else to say about this team, Tommy? I like it. I always like a Tommy Galante-led team. Uh, Tommy doesn't miss the playoffs very often, if ever. Yeah, I like I like this team. I, I, there's a lot of a lot of questions. A couple of guys that I don't recognize. Yeah, we just their don't names, know the names. But, we just don't know the names yet. We gotta wait. But uh, you know, I, I trust Tommy knows who, who you know a good yeah, ball listen, player. I think if you, are you coming week one? Uh, this Sunday. I gotta drive TJ to the airport in the morning, but I should be there a little right. later. Well, if you're there for whatever time West Virginia plays, I guarantee we'll be hearing, we'll be talking about Malik Presley and Nate Lanier really? on next week's pod. I just All think, right. well, because those are gonna be his top Third two and receivers. Third and fourth round picks, yeah. They're gonna be his top two receivers, so they're gonna have to be the guys if Tommy's team is gonna be good this year. So uh, that's our take on West Virginia. I got them probably in the playoffs. I don't think Tommy's ever missed the playoffs in his career outside of the Washington summer season where they uh, didn't really have much attendance. So. Uh, I got Tommy probably making the playoffs. Next team, UNC. UNC. Paul Coco led squad. Came in for the Ravens last season. Won three games. Had them almost in the playoffs. He drafts Nick Douglas first round. Great first round pick. Always. Ball in second round. Aaron Ford jumps from the fifth round to the third round. I think that's a good pick. Joe Dell in the fourth Joe round. Good Dell. offensive lineman. Love Griffin Joe Lutz Dell. goes in round five. Um, I like Dev. the player. I think he could be a very, very good receiver for Paul Coco. Someone that likes to sling the rock at... Uh, Get the ball up, let guys use their hands and go make plays. Griffin is that kind of receiver. De- Dev Kennedy going in the sixth round. Um, he is way better than a sixth round. Yeah, player. I, I agree. promise you that now. Um, and he could make a lot of teams pay if Paul Coco gets him the ball and lets him make plays in space. Very good defensive back as well. 
Round seven, they take Will Meany, who was on my Raiders team. Uh, just a really good player. Anywhere you need him, very good hands, good defensive lineman, and just kind of knows where to be. Good offensive, good def, uh, football IQ. And then Khalil Moore and Jabari Finnell. Don't know much about you guys. Don't know you, but if you make your plays in week one, I will talk about you on the pod. Come next week. Um, this line, the line is looking like Douglas, Jodell, and then a combination of maybe Griff, maybe Aaron Ford. So... That would leave their receivers as Bullen, Griff, Dev, Kennedy, Will Meany, and then I don't know about Khalil Moore and Jabari Finnell. If you got if you got Bullen and you got Dev Kennedy, you're starting off with two great two good receivers. receivers. Griff is a big uh, take the take the top off the defense type guy, big play receiver. I think uh, he was on the Dolphins last year, and I think he was slightly underutilized. So I think yeah. if. Paul Coco sees what kind of athlete he is I, early. It could be good for Griffin. I, I love the way team. Paul came in last season and kind of rescued that Raven team. Uh, took charge. Yeah, took charge and kind of made them a, a viable team. Uh, he took a team that I didn't think had a lot of talent and, and had them almost in the playoffs. Then you got Nick Douglas' first pick. To me, you know, that's a that's a bad down Hall of Famer right there. Living legend playing. Yeah. Uh, Bone's Bullen, a great pick. I'm surprised that uh, Pitt didn't grab him. Couldn't get him. Couldn't get him. Couldn't get him. Well, yeah, one, two, three. They got to pick Sobes. No, they couldn't, dude. Justin's the first round. Justin's the first round. Justin's the first round. Wait, Justin's the first round. One, two. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. You don't think Liam would have, you don't think uh, Saroff would have taken Bowen if he was there? He jumped on him. He never would have passed on him. Listen, I think this UNC team is just going to go as well as Paul Coco goes. I think they have a solid defense, but they have a lot, of, they have new guys, guys they got to figure out how to play together. And, uh, Joe, did Joe, Joe Dell play last season? Joe Dell did not play last season. Uh, Always good to see Joe long. Dell back. Yep, listen, I think as long as they figure out how to protect, Paul Coco is going to do his job slinging the rock. Um... First season playing quarterback, I hope he, uh, well, first season being captain and uh, drafting a team. Hope this team uh, is, attendance-wise, is always there, giving him a good opportunity to win each week. Douglas needs to have a better defensive season. We talked about that. So I'm expecting Douglas to have a much better sack-wise season for, for UNC than he did in the past season. Um. Yeah, that's all I got for this team. All right, this is the University first team. Of South Florida Bulls. We, we know nothing about this team except for the top two picks. Remy is is the captain. He is not playing quarterback. He's not playing quarterback. No. Jarwar and Mike Kalka, two bookend offensive linemen. Great. And then great the picks. rest of this team is Remy's friends. Brandon Gilder, Hassan Williams, Anthony D'Amato is not one of Remy's friends, but he's also a new player to league. Very big lineman. Damon Bullock, Ryan O'Leary, Raymond Cafano, and Matt Santiago. This is a team where I'm going to have to sit there and actually make sure I watch the first game they play. Anthony DeMotto. Why is that? I know no, Anthony no, DeMotto no. He's, from not from, he's not from our, he's not from our area. Um, Hassan Williams. I looked him up for Which is the quarterback? Do we know? Ryan O'Leary, I believe, is the quarterback. Really? Hassan Williams. He could be a star in the league. He could be a stud. Their fourth round pick. Brandon Gilder also. I looked at his. I was looking at his. He could also be a very good player. Um, I don't really have much to say about this team. I only looked up a couple guys. But if Remy's Remy, listen, you bring in your friends, you're expected to perform because you talk about your friends being good. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited to see them get out there. Might take them a week or two to figure it out. I know they got out there and scrimmage. They got great linemen out of Jawa. Mike Corker come up his best season as far as I'm concerned in bad down. Yeah, when the middle of the second round, I would have expected him to go in the first round. Honestly, I mean, that, he had, did he win trenches awards? He won. No, he won brick, the new award. He won a brick wall, the brick wall award. He should have won trenches because on both sides of the ball, he was an animal. Yeah, second half of the year, he kind of slowed down. 
Uh, I still love the year he had. Mike, you're great. Uh, no, no, he had a great year. Mike had a great season. Joe so uh, and Mike did. Yeah, no. though your tackles right there. They got two right tackles. They just got to figure out. I assume Anthony D'Amato is going to be the third lineman for them. And then listen, if if get your center, you got to find a center. If Hassan Williams and Brandon Gilder and Demond and Raymond Stefano are good, get it together in the preseason. Snapping the I ball means they, everything. I know they um, had I, a scrimmage. Ask, you know what? I'm going to ask this from now. Who's everyone's center? Who's everyone's center? Augie, I would assume his center is Chris Hunter. Snaps for sure. Yes, he can. Mine is Morick. Uh, oh, snaps. Okay. Right. Theirs is Nick Hardy. Uh, Pitts is Nick Hardigan. Snaps. D- West Virginia's is ooh might be, have to be Domicelli. I know Austin doesn't snap. So um, D- Paul Coco has Douglas has Douglas and Remy. I don't know who. I mean, uh, Jarwar snaps too. He snapped for me uh, seasons back for Lions. Okay. Snap for Snap for Jarrock for Florida as well. So Jarwar definitely can play all three positions on the line. Mike Kalka tackle, Demato put other tackle. Like I said though, don't know much about this team, so they're gonna have to come out and prove it. If Ryan O'Leary is a good quarterback, they will be good. Yeah, quarterback plays everything. They scrimmage. I know that for a fact. They scrimmage already. They said it was. They I I heard mixed reviews. Like it was all right. First time in laying in our rules. I'm not, I'm not putting any stock in. Uh, I put no stock in scrimmages. And scrimmages or, I've seen. We've heard guys before that played quarterback in this league that would look great. I in also put no stock in scrimmages. And pure ass during the year. I put no stock in scrimmages because the people I ask give horrible opinions. Yeah, so, I, have to, I have to see. I have to give the eye test. Yeah, I have to go to one of scrimmages. Is everything. And I'll, I'll know. I'll know right off the bat. Okay, here we go. Next team, seventh pick, Trevor Garland, back at playing quarterback, captain for the fourth time. Trevor, screw your head on straight this year. Trevor please. is ready to go. His team is Alex Kalka, Damian Lawaka, Zach. Billheimer, Paul Ferrali, Randy Myers. Paul back in the league? Yes. All right, Paul. Randy Myers is out for the season. He broke his fibula. Oh. Justin Santiago, Joe Jiggy, DeJore Cochran, and Jeff Graham. Uh, does he get another pick now? He, uh, will get a, he will get an offensive lineman. We are working on figuring out who that will be. Um, uh, would, that be would that be said? I, I like, listen, you got Lawaka and Bellheimer, two, two really great pass rushing uh, a, a tandem that you have. Yep. Uh, these guys. Zach Bellheimer, too. That's what I said. Oh, I, oh, then Damian and Zach. Oh, so you, oh, add Alex Kalka in there then. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's a great defensive line. Great defensive line. Tell me who his uh, receivers. Yeah. Paul Ferrali, Zach Bilheimer, Jiggy and Dejour. It's not his best receiving core, but they got guys that are athletic, catch the ball. Um, they have to where, step up. Where's my game breaker? Your game breaker is, I guess, it's Zach Bilheimer. Has to be Zach Bilheimer. Has to be Zach. He was good for Sam Allen's team back in oh, Iowa no, in that fall. Zach is a phenomenal athlete. Yeah, Zach's a really good athlete, one cu- a really good one cup player. Um, All right. But yeah, I agree. But this team's going to be good with the same. You, you, know, you know Trevor's system. Throw the ball five yards, let your guys make some plays. Um, these guys are good football players. I like this team a lot. One big note is that Damien is coming off of a broken hand and that he won't be playing much offensive line for a while. I was going to say, he came off an injury. Yeah, so he's playing. He wants to play defensive line. He's 100% playing D-line, but O-line-wise, might, oh my bad, might not be playing um, as much offensive line as we're used to seeing him play. Because Damien, when Damien is playing offensive line as well, that's the only reason why he didn't go in the first round. Because it's tough to take a guy in the first round that isn't playing both sides of the ball. And Damien was very um, adamant about not really wanting to play offensive line with his hand still being somewhat fragile, I guess. I'm not sure. But regardless, Trevor is a winner in this league. He wins games. He's never missed the playoffs in his career as a quarterback. Um, he was one play away from a championship a couple seasons ago. Twice. Twice he was seasons. one play away, yeah. Back to back, back, to back seasons. Back. Um, Came down to the last yeah, play. Yeah, both times. So we know he's able to, like, he's able to be get to that moment. Um, but I, I'm not necessarily sure this is the team that's going to be able to get it done for him. This is just a, it, it's the first time he's playing without a lot of his friends. 
So maybe that plays in his favor because his friends were always the detriment to his team because they don't know how to shut the fuck up and just play. Not like, to his team, just to him. They just got well, on his him. case a lot. Well, no, but that, then that, that, that yeah, ends up being a detriment team, to the yeah. team. So I think with this team and this team of being just a lot of guys that are just trying to go out there and play football, Bill Hammer's not going to be yelling at Trevor. Paul's not going to be yelling at Trevor. Damien and Alex won't be yelling at Trevor. So that could play in Trevor's favor in terms of this is going to be his team commanding the huddle, being the leader. I know he can be. Um... I, I, but Trevor's going to have to be great. He's going to have to go back to that season with the Boston College team where he had 25 touchdowns, one interception type Trevor. Um, and I know he's capable of it. So He's absolutely capable of it. I mean, last year I, I thought it was his year. I, he came out on fire. And they and were amazing early. Amazing. And then, you know, they imploded. Well, he imploded, if you ask me. I think his actions caused his team, uh, you know, a run at the title. I really do. Yep. Um, I like... I like uh, I like this team. I think defensively they're going to be a, a nightmare to play against on the line. Yeah. Um, secondary might be where you get to attack them a little bit, but um, if they come in prepared and game plan and take care of business on the D line, we always know the easy way to stop a good passing offense is to rush the quarterback and get pressure. And they have the guys on the defensive line able yeah. to do and let's, that. And let's not sleep on Paul too. Paul's a player. Oh, I can't wait to be. I wanted to draft Paul. Yeah, he can make it back to me in the fourth round. So yeah, he could listen. He could step up and be the guy that he might count on. You know, I think he will have to. I think I think that's going to be an X factor for this Oregon team. Yeah, um, I think that Paul's going to have to be great. Paul's going to have to, and, and he plays a great secondary, and he's one of the, he's a big hitter in the secondary. Yeah, for sure. Even though there is no hitting in flag football, but hey, hey I like that. I like that because he is a hitter. He is definitely a big hitter. Oh, it's gonna, I, I, I've seen him lay out a couple of guys. Yeah. All right, uh, next team. I like that team. Next team is another team that we know basically nothing about. Florida. Wait, is this? This is Buddy's team. Is that Buddy from? Uh, That's Buddy. Yeah, Deshaun's he, friend. He buddy. came yeah. back. Yes, he is back. All right, captain. Uh, bad news. Last time he played it in Flo- uh, as a Florida team, that team tanked. Oh, that team was yeah. He should have picked Florida. Yeah. You want? I, I do believe in Jinx. They're Florida with else. the orange. They're Florida with the orange. This okay, time, all right. So Changing okay. the juju a little bit. Okay. All right, Buddy picks Dennis Sutton in the first round. You remember that Dennis was the running back for the Eagles this past season. Okay, yeah, okay. liked it. He's liked a good player. Lot. He's a good player. Um, John Harner, second round. Steve Drew, Great third pick. round. Then the, rest of, then the rest of his guys are Jared Pearson, new player to the league, his his boy, Step Ozigby. Sorry, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Um, oh, Step O, it's okay. Keyshawn Henry, that's his quarterback. Colin Thompson, Jordan Bowman, Chris Walton. Um, he's got his line with Harnish and Drew, and Colin can play line, and Jared is also a very big body. Um Dennis Sutton also got some size to him as well. Uh, it's going to come down to their quarterback. Uh, I'm, I'm glad Buddy's Henry. back in the league. He was, you know, didn't play the last two seasons. Uh, yeah, last two seasons. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad he's back again. Uh, tremendous Premier athlete, tremendous player. Thought he was probably maybe the best uh, safety in the league when he played. Yep. Uh, Harnish good. Back. Harnish is coming off a 12 sack season. Harnish. Uh, Harnish is, is all pro, all American. Whatever league we're playing in, he's all everything. Uh, Giroux, love him on the line. Again, him and, and Harnish is your rock, and there's, a, there's your center at that team, right? What's Drew up? play center? Drew definitely play center, yeah. All right. Uh, rest of the guys are going to have to get to know, especially the quarterback. You said who's it? Keyshawn Henry's yeah. their quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Did we see him play? No, he never. I don't think he's played early before. Right, again, we'll have to take a look. But I do like the athleticism on this team. Yeah, they got a lot of athleticism, good bookend linemen to play line. Um Listen, there's another team that we don't know a lot about. I'm excited to see Jordan Bowman in his second season. Chris Walton, a league vet, getting in the last round is always good for the, good for a team with a lot of new guys. Um, I'm excited to see Dennis Sutton being a first round pick because when, when you're a first round pick, you gotta 
you had to perform every week. And towards the end of the season with Tommy, he was performing every single week like a guy who could be a top-round pick. So um, I'm excited yeah, to see yeah. him play. I, I, it's rare that you see running backs. like uh, He was actually, a legit running back. Yeah, I mean, he was taking handoffs and making guys breaking through the line. The I, I love the way he played at the end of the year. Good enthusiasm. I love the pick. Yeah, he's a really good high-energy guy, a guy that really cares about it and uh, – was a late entry to the league. Was very very happy to get him. He's hungry to play, and uh, I think um, this Florida team goes as far. I'm as, very intrigued to see this team play. Yeah, this team is going to be interesting. They got doubleheader week one, so they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get a quick taste of the league quickly. All right, next team, your defending champion quarterback, goes right back to the well. First two, well, first three players. Yeah, uh, no, first two players. Chris was Chris Johnson was not on their team. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at IB. IB, Delano, Matt. Yes. IB goes right back to the well. Got went back, right back to getting the two guys that probably the most sequ- um, needed to win the championship. is bookend defensive lineman, Delon and Matt Marola. Um, Matt Marola, 23 sacks last season. Great DeLon season by Matt. Probably had I, sacks I said playoff Delon is a different animal, and playoff he showed DeLon up. Delon could be the best player in the league. He showed up. In the playoffs last year, showed up in the playoffs two, three seasons ago as well. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. that's why we call him playoff the line. He is, he's a monster when he turns it on. When he wants to be the best player on the field, he can usually be the best player on the field. They surround those three with Chris Johnson, Pat Importuna, uh, Joe Stulak, former Finals MVP, making his return to the league. A Rod in the sixth round, Giuseppe Capasso, Justin Sloan, and Jalen Willis. I love the I love the later picks in this draft. I really do. Uh, Chris Johnson. Tremendous athlete, he is going to be to me. He could be a god in this offense. Yeah, he can. Uh, he's playing with IB and that's IB's type of player. Uh, great hands, quick, shifty. Uh, can take a, a five-yard pass to the house. Uh, can go deep and hit, you know take the top of a defense. He's that type of player, and he's one of the best uh, defensive uh, secondary players in Bear Down. So that's a great pick there. Uh, love Tuna on the line. Joe Stulak's a great pick. Played for you. Uh, yes. Louisville champ, right? Uh, A-Rod. <laughs> A-Rod. What can you say about A-Rod? Um, I mean, all the energy you need is right there, and you got him in the sixth round. He's going to play both sides uh, on the line for you. Great pickup. Giuseppe. Giuseppe back in the league? Yeah. All right, good. Uh, Giuseppe, he's going to – he's, he's your, uh, your poor man's uh, Edelman. He's going to grab everything underneath, uh, take it out of the slot. He's going eat, to uh, eat up a lot of yardage from the slot. Love Giuseppe playing. Justin Slomay. Do we know what what did he play? He's a receiver. No, didn't play before. And Jalen Willis didn't play before. All right. So two new so players we'll in the back end of the draft. For I, I, I do I do like the way he started this. It was uh, you know, plus you got IB, so Yeah, you got IB, you're probably gonna be somewhere around the semifinals or the finals every season. You, you wanna lock this team into? You could do that. I mean listen, I yeah, I will definitely lock IB into the playoffs, man. That's that's probably minus a billion on the books. Um, this team is really good. They got a lot of versatile players that can play a lot of different spots. You got four or five guys that can play offensive line and D-line. You got a bunch of guys that can play in the secondary. Um, this team's going to be a force from the moment that for the moment go. Tuna, and A-Rod's your line, pretty much, you think? What's up? Your lineman. Navarola, DeLon, Tuna, A-Rod. Maybe Joe Stu like big body. Uh, Delano, you'll, you'll see him play both D line. And yeah, Delano's going to play everywhere. The offensive line, you got Marola, who probably play center, right? I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I have uh, no Marola, idea. Tuna, and I think A Rod's your other offensive lineman. I think I think they have a lot of different uh, personnel groupings where they can play a bunch of different guys and a bunch of different. Uh... Defensively, uh, Tuna's been a beast. Uh, 
you know what? This is a good team. I'll check and see how the last two guys pan out, but I like the way this team's shaping up. Stulak. Stulak, I like it. You know, good receiver, good secondary player, good size to him. You know, you can switch him off maybe uh, like as a tight end type. Who is this? Stulak. Yeah, no, Stulak could be, I think Stulak, just like he was a beast for me, he could be an absolute beast for IB. I think, I think IB killed the draft. I think this is the first time we're looking at an IB team and we're not like questioning where the line's coming from or questioning something about his team. I think this is a very good, well-drafted team. I think he's got a lot of really good, versatile athletes that can just kind of play anywhere needed on the field. And like I, like we always said, whatever deficiency the team ends up having in some way, IB just makes up for it by being the most elite player in the league with the ball in his hands. So um, I'm not worried about this team. I'm locking Cincinnati into the playoffs wearing that red, wearing that red with black. Uh, should be very fire jerseys. Very excited to see those. All right, next team, LSU. Before led we by, start, yeah. is this going to be a purple team? They are purple. Oh, kiss on And you want to crack up, too? He chose a different color, and then right before we put the jerseys in, was like, hey, could we change to purple? And I was oh. like, ah. Purple Matt, has never. you just kiss a death, your Purple team. has only gone as far as the first round of the playoffs in our league. Was me. that the Ravens? No, Washington and Ravens both went first round of the playoffs, lost. It was me and Leota were the only two purple teams making yeah. the playoffs. Well, at least he didn't go TCU, because that, that's really TCU is really cursed. If you're TCU purple, you're yeah, actually you're, most you're, cursed you're team done. in the league. You're done. Um, all right, Matt Mascara, former quarterback of Middletown, one of the schools, I don't remember, and south or north. champion for Louisville. Played yeah, for and he was a champion at playing corner for us, playing receiver for, as well. Took Keanu Reed in the first round, liked the pick. Pete Mancini, second round, Pete, loved Pete the over pick. his injury? Pete is, yeah, he's ready to play. Then he All takes right. Swags, Joe DeMeo, some more wow. Louisville. He gets the Louisville chemistry. He got some good linemen here. Yeah, uh, who else we got? Kenny Tindall, another good lineman, played last season with the Patriots. Deion Miller, versatile athlete, could play anywhere. Timmy Frost, good corner, speedy receiver. Matt Green, out for the season, torn ACL. Oh. I have to find a sub for him. Ouch. And Devon Matthews, who I'd never have seen play football before. Um, with that being said, I love this team because this is three, four guys. This is four guys from my championship Louisville squad. I can't talk badly about them. Keanu, I finally used him enough to get him to be a first round yeah, pick. Yeah, there you go. Shout out to my boy Keanu. <laughs> I'm, I hope you have a great season except when you play against us. Um, I think Matt lining up his team very well. Keanu, Pete Mancini is a great one-two punch on the uh, yeah, uh, receiver. I mean, if he wants to line those two guys up wide, or that's great. He could throw a fate to either side of the end zone with these two guys. Yep. Uh, two guys that jump, make good plays, catch the ball with their hands. Then you got three really good linemen. Swags, Joe DeMeo, and Kenny Tindall. Two guys who could snap with Swags and Joe DeMeo. And then Kenny, KT, who played very well for the Patriots on both sides of the trenches. I like this team. You also have Mancini, who's going to play defensive line. That's where your great pass rush is coming from. And then you round out the lineup, round out the team with Dion Miller, who played for the Oilers back in last last summer, if you remember him. Um, just a versatile athlete, could play line, could play in the secondary, could play anywhere. Timmy Frost played for Cal U last season, was a corner. And then Devon Matthews, never seen him play. Hopefully he's a good player. He's got a good football name, though. He's got a good football name, and they got a good football team down in, in, uh, yeah. in Baton Rouge. Um, it all comes down to if the purple curse. But the does NFL. the purple does the purple curse hit them though? That uh, is the I hope question. Not. I really hope not. I hope Mascara plays well. I hope they make the playoffs. Obviously, what, what was the original color they went? They had? They were. I don't even think they were LSU originally. I think there was like a couple of teams changed. Damn. I think they were green at first, and then they changed. I would want white with yellow. Anything but purple. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> it wasn't. Purple was not would not have been my first choice. I thought we were about to have a season without purple. It was gonna be. Uh, it would have been interesting to see what team uh, didn't get purple curse, but. 
I like the LSU team. They have a lot of championship DNA, and then they have a lot of really good athletes as well. Comes down to how Mascara is a quarterback. Uh, only time we saw Mascara play quarterback was with Penn State a little bit. Got a game under his belt. Almost beat that SCLSU team. Uh, lost 15-13, so... Uh, some promise. We'll see what happens, though. I expect him to be prepared and ready to go, especially because when it's his first time playing quarterback in our league, you usually want to be uh, prepared for your first game. So, I like the team. Just going to come down to how he plays. All right. Next team. Hawaii to Rainbow. Mike Gargano, Matt Esposito teaming up again. Rags teaming up he the three of Rags them. Rags back after he's been so trying they, hard to is, get them. This is the Bucks reunion from Championship 2000 and uh, Summer 2021. They pair that with... Isaiah Copes coming off a championship. Dean Wiatrowski coming off a championship. Amir Chambers back in the league. Uh, Welcome back, Amir, one of my favorite players. Will, Love Amir. Amir is a character. Amir is a baller. And Amir is going to do everything he can to block for you, Mike you, Listen, you want a guy that's going to give you more than 100% every single game. That's Amir. Amir Chambers. That is Amir. I'm excited to just see Amir every Sunday. I haven't seen Absolutely. the guy in a while. Yeah, I'm glad he's uh, back too. Chris Hogreave coming, uh, not playing, uh, not being what, captain. What happened? Decided he wants to play what? the draft. Did not want to be a captain. Didn't wait. Wait. Did he want? He didn't want to play quarterback. He wanted to take. Wanted to take a season to play quarter to, to be in the draft. He says he's back to quarterback in the spring of 2023. All right. I like him. Six round steal. So for do Michael. I. I. Thought he was getting better every single season he uh, played. Ryan Bartlett, Mahmoud Shaleh back in the league. Welcome back, Mahmoud. Mahmoud all right. And Justin Kuzian, who I have never seen play football before. Let's talk about this team. Line, Rags, Dean Wiatrowski, Amir Chambers, and I guess fourth lineman Spo. This means if they're if they're healthy, Spo's playing receiver. I like that. I like that too. Spo the last time Spo played receiver on a full time basis was with the Sobes LSU team from spring twenty twenty one, and he led the league in touchdown catches. So I'm expecting big things from Matt Esposito did, if he's did playing he lose league twice. Might have led the league twice. Can't I'd have to ask him. He probably when he played with uh, Piscopo in the uh, the Titan season. The Titan season. I, I don't remember. I don't, I don't know about that. I'm Sob pretty sure he did. Sobes had the three-headed monster, and they scored a lot of points. I'll have to check. I'll have to fact check us on that. Get back to you on next podcast. But Spo is a dominant receiver when he plays. Isaiah Cope's very good athlete with the ball in his hands. Uh, Chris Hogreef, third receiver. Ryan Bartlett, receiver. I like and, that. And a damn good defender, too. A damn good defender. Both Chris Hogreef. Mahmoud makes plays in the secondary and also is capable of receiver. Um, Mikey's got a good squad, man. Rags needs to Rags needs to continue that that sack pace. I think he had two straight 15-plus sack seasons. Another guy that's going to um, give you everything. His tank is never empty. The tank is never empty. I agree. Um, I think this is a really good team that's going to do a good job protecting Mikey. They have a lot of guys who can snap the ball. Which is one, always one thing you uh, you you say you need on your team. Which yeah, I, I agree. Dolce starts with the, the center staff. And uh, I think he's got good athletes to play receiver. I'm a little worried about this team in the secondary. Um, Isaiah Cope's good secondary player, and Chris Hogreef good secondary player. And you get Mikey Gargano back there. Mikey's too. gonna have to play he's... there, but then you're relying on Bartlett or Mahmoud, who are later round picks. They're gonna have to make plays for them in the secondary because they have a lot oh, of well, guys. Mahmoud can play secondary. He, every, he plays every year. Okay. Uh, listen, he's one of those guys. We talk about dogs of the week every week. That guy's a dog. I mean, he he does what it takes to win. You like I said, you'll always see him on contending teams because he's he's that kind of player that'll chip in. You know, he's a spoke on a wheel, a valuable spoke on a wheel. The Hawaii what is it, Warriors. The Rainbow, Rainbow, Rainbow Warriors. The Hawaii oh, Rainbow color? Warriors. They, they are black based with the green lettering. Okay. Um, yeah, they are black with yeah black with green because yeah because Cincinnati is red. Okay. Um, like I said, I like this team. They have good depth on the offensive line. I would say their weakness is at DB. 
but I'm not like worried about it. But they, yeah, they're so. gonna have to, they're gonna have to figure it out back there on at DB a little I, bit. I think. I, All right, I, I if that's not their problem, Hoagie. what's their problem? What's their problem if they don't have a, if it's if every team has a problem? What's their problem if it's not that? They're yeah. strong in the they're strong in the trenches. They have a good quarterback and they have good receivers. Who, who's their middle linebacker? Uh, Mike, I would say Mikey. Uh, or might not at safety. I, I I think Mikey's a good five puller. Has to play linebacker. All right, let me see. Let me see. Maybe Zay. Zay has to play corner. Yeah, Zay's gonna play corner. So is Hoagie. Yeah. And then uh, who's your safety? I'm just saying you're relying on guys that are picking the later uh, rounds. Oh, no, you guys, we talk about we got my mood, but I can play in the, in okay. the secondary. The secondary is their weakness if they have one. Next, Georgia, Leota. Come back to play he's quarterback. Back to play quarterback. And I think he's got a good team. Gunslinger. Paul Carter, 12th pick. I love the pick. I thought he was going to go earlier than the 12th pick. Falls to Leota at 12. Red Crystal, back in the league. Welcome back. Uh, back, Red. Good lineman. Good lineman. Malozzi. Follows it up with Malozzi, who I think is finally going to buy into maybe being more of a blocking lineman than a receiving lineman. I think that'll help Joe Leota. Nah, his hands are too good. No. <laughs> Malozzi, listen to me. If you want if you want your team to be good, you stay in and block for Joe. Next player, Vin Orlando. I like him as a receiver. Him so and Joe have been playing together for a very long time. Jimmy Flott, I know nothing about. Victor Colon, big lineman. Eli Fisher, I know nothing about. Alex Hines, fast, young receiver. Could be good for, could be a good deep threat for Leo. Yeah, if he is, we're going to change his name to Alex Hands. Nice, I like that. Okay, it's Alex Hines, but maybe Alex Hands one day. And Brandon Allende, who I do not know. We so, don't know. A lot of question marks here. So, listen. But no, we do know they ran this team uh, with, with, with Joe. Him. Uh, Malozzi, Orlando. And that's it. And that was, okay. Yeah, so. it's only three guys. But those are three players that are good players, I yeah. think. Um, you match it up with Rhett, who is a 10-plus sack guy every season. You patch that up Solid with Paul lineman. Carter, who's been 12-plus sacks each of the last three seasons. Paul Carter, also capable of being your number one receiver. I like this team. I think lineman-wise, you're Rhett, Malozzi, Victor Colon with Paul Carter as your fourth. Who's your center? Center, I guess Malozzi can snap for sure. Malozzi snapped for a bunch of teams he's played on. Okay. Um... And then I like their receiving core. Paul Carter, Vin Orlando, uh, third receiver. I have to step up. I don't know who Jimmy Flott is, and yeah. I don't know who Eli Fisher. I know Alex Hines could definitely step up and be that third receiver. But um, I'm excited I for just... George's team. Leota, big army, very locked in. Gunslinger. For this season. Um, I hope he uses his feet and runs. He's been working out, getting a little bit better he loves, shape. Listen, he loves hanging in the pocket. He lo- listen, He'll stay for the last minute. He's I, know, I know, I know, I uh, know. The problem, the last time he played was what? When he played quarterback, and they didn't have a good team. Uh, his problem was center snap. He he lost a couple of games. He was a bad snaps. on bad snaps. So Moses got so be better let's, at that. So wh- whoever he chooses to pick, you know, uh, as his center, that that's going to be key. Yeah, no, it's going to be very key. I think. I think it's key to every team. I think, especially for Leota, guy who maybe is a little less mobile than we are, but I think he can still move. Um, I like this Georgia team. They're wearing the all whites, not all white, all white with red. Um, with red, red. Oh, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, white with I think Georgia Tech. Yeah. Oh, okay. White with red lettering. Um, maybe some black in there, too. Very excited for this team. I think they have a good team. I think Paul Carter is definitely worthy of being a first-round selection. I agree. I agree. Um, I think he's going to have a great year with Joe because Joe puts that ball on the target, and Paul has very good hands. Um, Vin Orlando, d- gr- destined for another good season, I think, with uh, with Leota. Yeah. And they were talking big about Jimmy Flott. So if Jimmy Flott is good, then they're going to be good. All right. I like this team. I think uh, they don't have... Had to pick a weakness. I guess I would say maybe them in the secondary too. I don't know who's going to play in the secondary for them because their first three picks are all Vin, more Vin, so Vin defensive line play. Yeah, you need one player. 
All right, I'm looking. I don't know. Maybe uh, they have a lot of trenches players. If on Alex team. is quick, then maybe. Uh, maybe I think their I think their secondary is gonna have to be composed of Paul Carter, Vin Orlando, Jimmy Flott, Eli Fisher, Alex Hines, and whatever Brandon Allende brings. I don't know who he is. If he's good, listen. If Brandon Allende, Eli Fisher are good players, this team's gonna be really good because that's your seventh and ninth round picks. So um, that is your draft recap. We talked about all twelve teams as much as we possibly could. And I think we did a decent job going over what we think about each team going into the season, how they're going to line up on week one. Speaking of week one, let's get into week one. We're going to do a week one preview to end the podcast. We have a full slate of games this week. A um, bunch of teams with double headers. Oh, really? And a bunch of teams that are anxious to get back on the football field. Let's start at 9 o'clock a.m. Possibly the game of the week. Only reason why it's 9 a.m. is because both teams need it. Cincinnati, led by Anthony and Bimbo, against Minnesota, led by Brandon Kurtzman. The championship rematch rematch um, should be a good one. Should be very exciting. IB has gotten in multiple practices. I've gotten into practice. Um, both teams are ready for this game. I know it's going to be a great game. Me and IB, every time we play, always very high intensity. Um, not a lot of words spoke between the two of us during the game, but a lot always after. Um matchup wise I think the, it's going to be a big test for our offensive line whoever we put out there between Roman, Jordan Jackson Morick and Caleb uh, they have to deal with DeLon they have to deal with Marola Tuna uh, and A-Rod at D-line that's a tough D-line to have to play against um, right now on paper with what we know they probably have a, 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 a advantage in the trenches um, but I think with Danino Rich Ritter George um I think that we have a good receiving core that's going to be able to get open and find some space in their defense. I'm looking at the guys that they potentially will have out in the secondary, and I think I kind of like some of my matchups. So um, I think it could be a high-scoring game with defenses being a little rusty early on with trying to find a groove and trying to play together as a team, especially with flag grabbing. These are two quarterbacks with me and IB who are very hard to pull their flag. Um but last time I ran into the line of Matt, they had to combine like seven or eight sacks on me. So um, could be a long day for our offense at times, but I think we're going to be able to pull through and get the dub and improve to one and zero after week one. Okay. Uh, huh. See, now you usually start off hot. Uh, I do. We. I have a. I'm very notorious for starting out hot. Yes. So your team could be dangerous, and they, by the looks of the, the way you drafted, I'm going to say yes. But if you have that uh, Super Bowl hangover. And I'd be still hot from his last game. And DeLon's still playoff DeLon. Coming in, Matt Marola, we know. Rejuvenated Matt. Dropped a ton of weight. He's quicker. It looks stronger. Uh, and X-Factors, Chris Johnson and, and, and Tuna. And listen, I'm not going to forget Stulag, A-Rod, and everyone. Giuseppe. Yeah, you don't got to name every single line. player. I know, but I, I just, you know, I, I think those guys could it's be an X-Factor. Team. Yeah, I'm going to go IB. Cincinnati. Yeah, even though I know you like starting off hot and it's a good pick to pick your team early. Yeah, no, the, picking IB is never a bad pick either. I'm going IB. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun game. I think one of the things that always goes against my team is the fact that everyone is always very jacked up to play against me. Don't know why, but yeah. um, is what it is. Probably because I'm the commissioner of the league. But. All right, next game, uh, 9 o'clock, another great game. Pittsburgh led by... Nick Suroff against West Virginia, led by Tommy Ooh. Galante. These quarterbacks came into the league at the same time. They're in the same draft class, like Ben and Eli. Um, this is going to be a, this is a oh, this is first of all this is a game of two teams that we both really liked when we talked about them on the preview. Yeah, or on the uh, draft recap, I should say. Um, I like this West Virginia team in the trenches a lot. 
I think they're going to do a very good job protecting for Galante, and I think they're going to do a good job getting after the quarterback with Sarov being a little less mobile than the other guys. Um, like we said in the preview, this is going to come down to how good are Malik Presley and Nate Lanier from the moment this league starts. Uh, we know what we're going to get out of Liam and Sobes. We know we're getting out of Dins. Um, there's definitely more known um, commodities on Pitt, but West Virginia has, I personally think, the better quarterback. And I think they have the better offensive line at the moment. So mm. I'm going to say, in a shootout, I'm going to take West Virginia. I, I, I know that Austin's the best lineman out of the both teams. But, In this game, yes. But overall, I'm looking at Matt and I'm looking at Nick Hardigan. Uh, that's solid. That's more than solid. On Very the line. solid. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not convinced that in the trenches you're going to give it to West Virginia. I'm going Pitt. I'm going Pitt. Why? Why? Like you said, Nick Nick is charged up to play. Hasn't played quarterback now in, in four months. <laughs> in months. You don't need to be rusty? Uh, no, he'll be <laughs> fine. He'll be fine. Uh, Liam. Uh, the combination Liam, of Liam, Liam, Soves, Liam and I, I Listen, I, I I think they're strong everywhere. I I, I I'm going to go with Pitt here. Yeah. I, I think they're they're slightly better. Not not by much, but I think they're slightly. Yeah, better. I'm just I'm taking I'm going to bet on Tommy, and I'm going to bet on the guys that Tommy has in the league right now on his team with Malik and Nate. Yeah, I think those again, guys. I'm, you don't know the unexpected. No, I'm betting on the new guys. I'm taking the unknown. Uh, but I do know that Tommy is going to score. Th- is going to try to put up close to thirty each game. So uh, it's going to be a barn burner. I'm exp- I'm excited to watch it, and uh, should be a good one. All right, ten o'clock game. Let's do Florida versus Hawaii. Note, big note for this game. Hawaii is going to be without starting quarterback Mike Guerriano, but Chris Hogreef will be playing quarterback. Oh. So just when you thought you were done playing quarterback, Chris Hogreef, you are playing quarterback. Tra- just when you think one. you're out, they drag you back in. Drag you back in. Mikey, I believe, will be on a small weekend vacation uh, to the Boston-Salem area, maybe. Salem, Salem, Massachusetts, maybe. So uh, How's he going to Boston? I have no idea, but I think that's where he's going. All right. Um, so in this game, you have a lot of unknown against a lot of known. A lot of championship DNA on the Hawaii squad versus a lot of unknown on the Florida squad. Um, it's not, I don't think it's much, if at any, a quarterback downgrade. I think these guys are both capable of getting the job done. Mikey, obviously a champion in this league, Hogreef, uh, only two seasons in. Um, but I think that they're both capable of winning any game when they step on the field. They got good receivers. They got good line. It's going to come down to how they play in the secondary against what I think is going to be a very athletic Florida team. Um, how good is Keyshawn Henry? How good is um, Jared Pearson and Step O? Oh, I'm just calling Step O. I'm calling Step O. Step O, step up. Um, yeah, it's it, 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 it's hard to really preview this game because we don't we're missing a quarterback on one side. We don't know the quarterback on the other side, um, but we do know that Buddy Dennis. And I know Jared Pearson from the basketball league are going to be three very good athletes in this league that are probably going to help Florida be successful if they are successful this season. But I'm going to go with what I know, and what I know is that the Hawaii players more than I know the Florida players. Exactly. So I'm going to go with Florida. But listen, if Keyshawn Henry comes out of quarterback, no, I'm sorry, I'm going Hawaii. Um, If Keyshawn Henry comes out and is a really good athlete and a really good player for this Florida team, then I may be changing my tune about Florida. Yeah, I'm going to go Hawaii, too, just for the same reasons. I just know the players. I don't know everyone on Florida. Uh, listen, guys, don't get butthurt if we're not picking you. It's just that we just you're an unknown and we don't know. I'll probably be gassing you during the game. Yeah, come out, 
you know, play your best football, kick some ass. And we'll be talking and about you. And all we're going to be doing is talking about you. So, uh, again, don't get butt hurt. I love guys when they run up to you go, oh, you didn't pick me. You didn't pick our team and we, we beat you. <laughs> You're not beating me. Uh, like I said, it's it's just a pick. It's the first week. Uh, we got to see how each team rounds I've never out. Seen, I've never seen any of these players play together before in my life. Except exactly. I think maybe Buddy was on Drew's team once. Right. That's about it. So, um, it's a lot of unknown against a lot of guys who have played together before, at least to my knowledge. Oh, so, I'm taking Hawaii. I'm not expecting Florida to get blown out or anything. No. I'm just expecting it to – I'm expecting Hawaii with the, the vets on the team to win. Exactly. All right. Other 10 o'clock game. You got Baylor versus Georgia. Leota versus Augie. Little Oklahoma State, little Oklahoma State reunion here Ooh. from that bad team. That bad team where Augie replaced yeah. Leota at quarterback after one week. Um, let's see. Uh, we talked about both these teams opposite times on the pod. Listen, Justin's obviously the best player on the field, but I like this Georgia team, man. I think Georgia's got a good squad. And the last time we saw Augie play quarterback, it really wasn't that good. Um, it, it, um, he definitely always has flashes of brilliance, but I need to see the consistency play after play. Make sure you're feeding the ball to Justin. Make sure you're getting Sedano involved. I also want to see how, how well this offensive line is able to block up front because we talked about how much we like the defensive line players of Georgia. What I will say is that the Georgia defensive line players might have a tough time staying with Augie except I, for Paul. I think the Baylor defense is going to be incredible. Baylor defense could be incredible. Yeah. Especially pulling the flag. It's going to be tough for Georgia to, to move the ball If Sedano is a 10-12-plus sack player, they are going to be elite defensively. Yeah, especially if you got Ace in the middle and Justin behind them. Yeah, with Augie and Rob. Those right, are two flag uh, listen, Justin hasn't lost a regular season game in, in, what, two years. in two years, so I'm not going to bet against them on this one. I'm going Baylor. Yeah, I'm taking Baylor also. You just sold me on that one stat alone. My bad. Uh, sorry. There you go. Yeah, I think it's Baylor, but I'm not counting out Georgia, man. Leota might come out slinging. He will. Um, no doubt. Nah, I'm changing my pick. I'm going Georgia. All right, good. Yeah, I'm all going right, Georgia. Get a, we got a game. Nah, because I like Leota. Leota's pumped up. He's been texting me all week. He's jacked up, he's, ready to go. He's the Brett. All right, so league. we have we have taken different teams every game except for the Florida Hawaii game. All right, next game, eleven o'clock, will be LSU playing their first game of the day against Florida playing their second game of the day. Ooh. Now, what I'm going to say first is that I think that playing the first game of the day is going to be a big, big help for the the Florida team. Also, with it not being so hot out, I think that's not going to be as much of a disadvantage playing in your second game. I'm assuming they have all 10 guys there, or at least 9. Um, so I like them a little bit more in this game than I do in the first game, especially also with the opponent they're playing. Matt making his second start ever at quarterback in this league, but he is surrounded by a bunch of... Oh, actually, I lied. Swags is out for two weeks with a knee injury, Ooh. and Deion Miller is out for the first two weeks of the season. So I have to get Ouch. them a couple subs for the first couple weeks. Um, That's a big hit. Yeah, Swags. it's a big hit. Swag's off, a really good offensive lineman, really a good nose tackle as well, smart football player. Um, I'm going to take Florida in this game because LSU is playing with some subs and also not playing with their team that I think is better than the guys they're probably going to get for the first couple weeks. Um, I think a, a game under their belt will help the Florida team while Mascara is playing his first game at quarterback in a long time in our league. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the LSU team wins because – they got guys that are just dogs on the football field, like Keanu and Peach or DeMeo is just a winner. Um, KT, a dog. So um, if their subs are decent and they and they, and they they play well for them, they could they definitely could win this game. But I'm going to take Florida. Yeah, here's the thing. Again, we don't know much about Florida. I do know, uh, know a little bit more about LSU. LSU uh, love the players on that team. Uh, sad that 
Swags is out, and who else is out? Deion, Deion Miller's Miller out. out. Yeah, uh, th- that that could be huge. Uh, and and plus, I don't like the purple jerseys. <laughs> could be the purple yeah. curse. Could be a purple curse. Uh, I wanna I wanna lean with Florida. Even like again, again, we don't know them, but uh, on on the sole basis of the purple jersey, I'll go with Florida. <laughs> I love that. It's it's a curse. It really is. Purple is definitely a curse. So, Matt Mascara, I hope you break that curse. Okay, we both have Florida in their second game of doubleheader. Next game of the day will be another two rookie quarterbacks going at it. Paul Coco making his first start um, for his first team drafted against Oregon, led by Remy and Ryan O'Leary playing quarterback. This is going to be another game where I don't have a lot to talk about for the USF side. You're going to have to show me you know how to play. What I will say is that for UNC, Keon Hassan-Williams, Keon Brandon-Gilder. Those are two kids that I think could be really good players. Damon Bullock as well. So um, they're going to go, listen, the USF season, and especially the first game, is going to come down to how good their quarterback is. If their quarterback can come in immediately, get the ball out of his hand early, take what the defense gives you, and just not try to do too much and don't take bad sacks, they're going to stay in the game and be competitive. They have a really good offensive line, and they have what I think are going to be receivers that are going to be able to make plays for him. Um, defensively is probably where a new team struggles the most. You're not sure what defense you want to play. You're trying out new things. You don't know the metas of the league. Um, and flag pulling, of course. Is a, I don't know if these guys play flag football, so this could be their first time playing flag football with, with flags, so that could be a problem as well because flag pulling is the most important playing thing. Playing flag football flag while you can play flag football without flags? No, I'm just saying that flag point is the most important part. You said this is the first time playing flag football with flags. Oh, uh, I didn't say football <laughs> with flags. Um, playing football, playing flag football, it's tough to just step in and be really good flag pullers. So I think that if they don't focus on flag pulling and really make that an objective of their team to be really good at it this week, um, it could be the detriment of them, especially with them playing two games on the day. Um, this is the first one of their day for them. So that's my advice to the USF team if you're listening. UNC. You have a team to surround Paul Coco, and you have athletes to make plays for him. Block for him, give him time to throw, and he'll 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 reward you. Defensively is where UNC is going to have to be good early. Don't put all the pressure on Paul Coco to score 25, 30 points a game. Let him ease into a new team, ease into the league. I know with the Ravens, it was more of a, uh, I'm going to call it a ragtag. Trial by fire? Yeah, I mean, it was a trial by fire, ragtag bunch. Not every guy showing up each week. Um, but he pulled them together, so I'm high on the UNC team. I think Paul Coco is going to be good. Um, I'm going to take UNC in this one. Right. Even though I got a small sample size of Paul last year, I saw tremendous things from him. He's a leader, uh, yeah. and his team will follow him, and he'll keep you in a game. High school and college quarterback. He, he, there, there's no game where he will not be competing. Correct. Uh, he's that kind of guy. Love his attitude. Probably one of the best attitudes I've ever seen uh, a player come okay. in and have, especially going to a losing team like he did and turning that around. Uh, lo- love the team that he drafted. I'm, I'm going UNC. Yep. I think it's more, like we said in the other games, more about the unknown of USF. All we know about them is they got two bookend tackles. That's all I know about them. Show me what you're doing. Say what's up to me before the game starts, yeah. and I'll make sure to watch you. All right. We're both on UNC. Next game of the day. Both teams playing second game of back-to-back. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a 12 o'clock game we just talked about. Okay. Let's talk about the 11 o'clock game we missed. Oregon versus UNC. Oh, that's oh. the first game. Oh, of that's the first game. Yes, that's the first game. UNC will be playing on the second game of back to back. In that USF game, I'm still taking Ooh. them though. That game. Um, Oregon versus UNC. The, um, we talked about Trevor's team being a new group for him for the first time. We already talked about the UNC bunch. Um, Oregon. Uh, the, they're wearing pink jerseys, Tommy. 
Oregon pink, is pink wearing with black. pink. What? Pink with black. Trevor wants to be pink. Wait, wait. Does Oregon have a pink they in this do game? Have a pink all, they have a pink all Oh, they got jersey. 25 different Oh, pink. I knew okay. you were going to hate that. I shouldn't have brought it up. Pink with what? Pink with black. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, they're wearing pink. I like Oregon. I think they have a good team. I think Trevor's going to be locked in and ready to go. Um, I'm going to take Oregon in this game. I think the, the, the D-line of Kalka, Damien, and Zach Bilheimer could be real. Um, I think they could be, that could be a 30-sack bunch if you get the, if you catch them. If they're all playing, that's 10-plus each. You know Damien's good for 12, 13, 14, 15 sacks. Bilheimer gets his 7-10. to 10. Alex Hall gets his 7-10. to 10. I think this could be a 30-sack bunch on the season. I'm going to roll with Oregon. I think they win the trenches battle, and they'll win this game. Wow. Who are you taking, UNC versus Oregon? This is the first game in a double. This is the first game for both these teams. Yes. Hmm. I'm gonna go with uh, UNC again. Wow. Yeah. UNC two and zero. Paul Kogo gets his next campaign started. Well. Not a fan of the pink. Not a fan of the pink. He's gonna be betting against uh, purple and pink because he's you know. Like the colors. And, and October it'll be okay to wear after that. <laughs> nah, sorry. Hey, well we start in October, so he'll be he'll be he'll be on brand for five games. There you go. All right, uh, I got Oregon, you got UNC. Uh, Tommy has UNC going 2-0 and on the day. Um, that'd be a nice start for Paul Coco and company if they're able to get to 2-0 and start their season off that way. All right. Listen, you don't want me to say one in the pink, two in the stink. Or, or, uh, yeah, it's, or is it two, you, it's two in the pink, one in the yes, stink. I'm correct. sorry. Yes. Got that wrong. I'll be saying it all season if you're fucking laying eggs. So. Facts. Okay. <laughs> we talked about UNC, USF. We both took UNC. Um, last game of the day. Oregon versus LSU. Both teams playing second game of back-to-back. Oh, pink against purple. Oh, my pink God. Pink against purple. Jesus Christ. Tommy can't pick a winner in this one, folks. Um, Oregon versus LSU. I'm going to keep it quick. Um, I watched Garland last year with the Patriots team come back from two scores down in the second game of back-to-back with two minutes to play. And that was a crazy comeback by Trevor. So I know he's got the heart to do it in a second game of back-to-back. Uh, he's played back-to-backs. Uh, he played back-to-back also first week of the season a couple seasons ago went one and one um, uh, we picked LSU to go you know I'm going to take LSU in this game uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go Oregon in this game okay you know Oregon's got such great colors green and yellow and the ducks why go know. pink you, you're really disappointing me Trevor but you know what as, as much as I'm talking about you and the waiting like you you winded up last season you know I'm a fucking fan you know that I, I, I you know said nothing but the greatest things about you know the kind of quarterback that you are or, or that you can become uh, I still think you're that guy so uh, let's go Oregon this game even with the pink I'm taking LSU with the purple get the purple off to a, a one-on-one start all right, that does it for the week one preview. Tommy, may I ask you one more question right sure. now? Sure. Last one before we get out of here. I'll give my top five, too. Give me your top five championship team contenders right now. Right, for this, in this league, right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, right now. Top five championship contenders. I'll uh, give you the top two that I know off the top of the bat. Me and Ibe. Okay. I'm going to say the third championship contender. <sighs> wow. This is tough. I'm give, go me, yeah, give me Baylor. I think the defense is going to be elite, and I think as long as Augie doesn't suck, Justin should be good to wow. get them to a playoff run. <laughs> All right. Third team, I'm looking at Tommy Galante, and that's truly because I'm just banking on Malik Presley and Nate Lanier being good players. And if to- they're good in catching the ball from Tommy, Tommy's a scary team. Well, if we got UIB and Baylor at three. I'm not saying Baylor's the third best team right now, by the way. I, I'm listen, just saying. team has Justin, and I think they're going to have a, a phenomenal defense. I'm, I'm putting them up there. Um, Give me Hawaii as the fifth team. Well, Mikey Gargano, I I don't want to disagree. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think you got to look at Tommy, Serhoff, 
and Mikey to fill out the, you know, round that out. But you got you got such such good teams. I listen, mean, I hope these unknown. Listen, teams like Florida and USF, and I guess LSU right, so, just quarterback wise. I hope you guys come in light the league up. All I want, all I want is for better talent to be in the league. So if you guys come in and I could be talking about USF, I think they're going to be a championship contender after week one. If they if they go in there and they smoke UNC, who the hell knows what's going to happen? But what I do know is going to happen is that we are playing football on Sunday and we are back, folks. Yeah, my my five are going to be uh, UIB, Baylor, Tommy, and Sir Hall. All right, so Tommy's going with what he knows. Now that's just preseason top five. It's not a big deal. Tommy's going with what he knows, folks. Going with what, what he knows. I know. Um, that I think that's going to do it for the podcast. A minute, ele- an hour, eleven, I should say. Uh, it was nice getting back on the air for the first time in over a month, and uh, it should be a really good season. Remember, all games are played at Sayerville High School this season, so don't ask me what field we're playing at because we're always playing at Sayerville High School. On um, the turf. On the turf. Make sure you're ready to ball out. Could be a little weather. Could be a little weird this Sunday, but we are playing. So. Um, if uh, if if you want to keep your stuff in the car and just bring yourself out to play, that's what's going to have to happen if you're not trying to get wet. So uh, with that being said, thank you, everybody, for listening. Another season ready to go. Another season with the summer being in the books. Um, peace.